Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Nerd On Update, and welcome to a very special anniversary. This is our 52nd sexy, spicy episode. Wow. is the new 40. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, and uh, we are so happy we have made it this far. We are uh, glad and so so uh, overpowered and, uh, overpowered. and happy. Wow. We're overpowered, overpowered wow. with all this right. enthusiasm um, <laughs> that people have uh, really like the show and they 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 tell us a lot of how um it's kind of the show that they used to listen to a lot because it was really really short uh when they could all commute but now they just listen to it all the time um but um this is the show where we talk <laughs> about spin. some of the news yes <laughs> some of the news where uh we're excited about um and uh the second part of the show where we answer questions from you the listeners um, cool. and if you are part of the nerd on nation you get a nerd on nudge up to the front where we answer those questions um before everyone else uh, so I'll kick things off. Um, a little bit mm-hmm. of shakeup going on in the film industry, you know, because I'm the the yeah. filmic one. Um, that's that <laughs> okay. was my that was my old <laughs> my old name in the Capes Crusaders, by the way, the filmic. Um, so uh, <laughs> Universal hit a huge um, success with um, Trolls World Tour, um, making a hundred million dollars on opening weekend with their paid uh, video on demand. Um, during the whole uh, COVID-19 pandemic outbreak and all the theaters shut down, um, which was great because for a sequel, it only saw about like $18 million less than the original, which is huge for sequels because sequels either do way, 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 way better because, you know, they hit all the marks or they do way, 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 way less. Uh, it's weird to hyperbolize that, but it's true. Um, and so making something so close, especially for the fact that you just had to buy one copy for a family versus buying several tickets for a whole family. They still made $100 million, which is huge. Yeah. And yeah. they made an announcement. Uh, they put a statement out saying, like, they're definitely going to um, rethink their strategy when it comes to theaters reopening up. They're looking forward to it. But, you know, paper uh, video on demand is definitely uh, a strong foothold in their mind. That's um, nice. And in, Mr. AMC, man. Took yeah. That. And uh, AMC's. Uh, CEO as well as Regal Theaters, um, oh, wow. both uh, are of now um, claimed stated that they will no longer perf- uh, show or screen any Universal films uh, in their theaters, um, which is interesting. I, in my personal opinion, it's a little mm-hmm. petty. I think two things yeah. were happening where they Universal wanted to say like thank you to everybody, but they didn't need to say everything of like we're going to rethink our strategy. Um, and AMC and Regal both like, hey, we're still, you know, a reason why people go watch a theater experience, a movie experience. Um, and then completely being like, we're not going to show your films at all. Well, I think is there could also- be a breach of contract we don't know about. Yeah, possibly. Um, but so far, all of the just public statements, um, it seems very um, everyone's just taking everything to the nth degree and being very um, yeah. uh, hostile. Um, and I think it's a, it's a rather sad thing because I think I was thinking about it, I was like man, where am I going to go watch Universal Films other than going to like an independent, which is great well, because you can support independent theaters. Um, it'll be on demand. I mean, yeah. Um, which is weird, but so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Um, oh yeah. No, a different theater. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, that's the, been, been the big thing. Cause um, yeah, a lot of um, theaters have definitely been on this weird um, incline up, uh, you know, upscale decline because a lot of, you know, Alamo, Alamo uh, draft house, as well as like arc light theaters, 
Um, there are specialty theaters that kind of try to preserve the movie going experience, but it's just interesting to see like mm-hmm. AMC, which is like the biggest theater in the in in the country, um, taking a stand such as that and Regal following suit. And it's going to be interesting to see like the the fallout afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, <sighs> so that's me. It's. Uh, um, I, I was just go. thinking about real quick, like uh, oh. I, I'm thinking of like the mentality of like how something like that could be so successful. But I, I was thinking about like if you go to a store and they have what they call the impulse rack, like an impulse buy. Like I mean, mm. seeing it on like even uh, even on like Apple TV, like seeing it there, and it's like, oh, it's only four ninety nine to rent or whatever. It's like, oh, let's just get it for the kids, uh-huh. and and I'm thinking like, oh yeah, I mean, more people can afford. Five dollars as opposed to forty dollars. So maybe yeah. I'm just thinking about the whole scheme of that situation of like a hundred million based on just digital, which yeah. is mm-hmm. kind which, of crazy. I think there but were it, twenty dollar. Um, there were twenty dollar rentals. I think it is what it was. Oh really? Okay. Oh really? Yeah. It's like a premiere on Apple TV special. Oh thing. interesting. Okay. That's but like, even then it would be cheaper the than the. Yeah, but you have to buy one as opposed to as opposed to like four or five tickets for a family, and then they're gonna want you know popcorn or candy or whatever, and you already have snacks at home, so you're like saving double discount. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you're Josh, you can pause and go pee. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Exactly. Everybody wins. (laughs) wins. I mean, it's a it's a it's a very interesting time to to consider the the pros and cons of each. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, the cons do not out uh, outweigh the the pros for sure. Um, there's something really special about, I mean, movies are made for that size screen, Yeah, yeah. honestly, and it's Definitely. made for that experience and it's made for that, you know, uh, making sure you are surrounded by other people and making sure you're, you're out and about in the world. Um, and oh, obviously yeah. that's hard right now and I'm hoping it doesn't become the norm to be yeah. honest. Cause I mean, Christopher Nolan, as well as Tarantino and I think it, Fincher and yeah. Scorsese all have theaters made a, were already having a tough time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. They were pretty much really advocating for theater experiences. And uh, Nolan was even like, quote unquote, like, I think it was like one of those offhand comments was talking about like, maybe he only makes his films only available in theaters. And so you can never own it. Wow. And, like, oh, wow. That's, I think that's like, extreme the other way. Yeah, that's, extre- that's extreme the other way. But it's, those are the kind of things where like people are trying to just try to figure out innovative ways to discuss what's going on with the film industry. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ali, your news? Yeah, um, so The Last of Us Part 2. It's a game coming out on PS4. We're all anticipating it uh, with everything going on. The original release date of May 29th was essentially uh, delayed without a date. Uh, They, you know, of course, to take consideration of developers working from home and wanted to make sure that people maintain their, you know, work-life balance and and all that and with everything going on. Uh, It was a smart move to make. You know, they wanted to make sure that they want to make sure that this game uh, is perfect, right, on on launch. So that's why they decided to hold off on it. Uh, however, there is some good news. As of this week, we now have an official release date for The Last of Us Part Two, um, and that it is now June nineteenth. So, oh wow, pretty pretty quick. Not yeah. too much of a delay at all. It's only about a month, less than a month of a, of a delay. Um, I think it's really exciting that they were able to get this to the point that they're happy with. At least that's what I hope. And that's what I believe. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited for them to be kind of at the end of this yeah. long journey. I'm sure developing the, a game like this is not the original <laughs> delay uh, um, announcement. They said that there were a lot of like distribution things that like due to the current times, like distribution issues and 
logistics mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I'm wondering, like, I mean, just from a like a curiosity standpoint of like how that was fixed and how like what the the solutions were and all that kind of stuff, like yeah. what they had to do, like because I mean, yeah, I guess you can. My still guess is that essentially. Ship. Right. Just like with a lot of other products that are made, like, you know, printed or or assembled overseas, I think a lot of it was just kind of like halted, right? Slowed down. Yeah. um, Temporarily and then kind of was back to kind of business. Yeah. um, As a lot of the workers started, you know, going back to work that side of the world. Um, So I think that I think we're seeing that now. You know, we're still on lockdown, but sort of like it's on a different, you know, it's at a different sort of time rate. Yeah over there. So they're already well past sort of their shutdown and productions up. So I think that's probably where, how they were able to get it out the door. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Uh, a game I've been looking forward to for a long time. So definitely, definitely. Uh, I'll go. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'll go. Um, so a couple months ago, well, actually, I mean, over the past few months, a lot of conventions have been canceled, but uh, this week, Jeff Keeley, I believe that's how you say that, announced a E3 2020 replacement called Summer Game Fest. And it oh. will, it is essentially, it's basically a four month digital convention and it's going to have everything from panels to announcements to demos and a whole lot more. And it's going to run from May through August. It's going to be streamed on all the major platforms, including Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, Twitter, you name it. It's going to be streamed there. Um, but it has quite the list of participating companies. Uh, you've got 2K Games, Activision, Bethesda, Blizzard, Bungie, CD mm-hmm. Projekt Red, uh, mm. uh, EA, Microsoft. So, I mean, they're all, all the major ones, Square Enix, Riot Games, like Warner Brothers. They're, they're all like, yeah, let's do this. And, uh, it's, it's interesting. I, I mean, we've experienced E3 over the past couple of years and, even last year, we really saw the uh, decline, not decline, but just the change to a digital format for the announcements and stuff like that. And it's almost like this kind of makes me go, well, I mean, it's kind of, I wouldn't be surprised if this, yeah. as opposed to this like the theater sticks. thing, is like this becomes the thing. The new norm. This, I mean, I mean it, it feels like a modern solution, you know, to, yeah. to kind of like the ever the ever present question of like who is e3 for yeah um so i think whether we liked it or not we're kind of getting that answer in the form of of this which which sounds really exciting yeah it'd be cool if they did like this this like summer game fest pass where like everyone with their consoles can just like sign up for it and they could play any demo that's technically available yeah um, Yeah. that they would have had at e3 and then if you want to, you could like log into whatever app or website they have. And it's like, OK, now talk to one of the developers about the game, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, they are uh, going to have playable demos, which is which is very cool. Um, mm-hmm. Many of the companies have said that, yes, they're going to release playable demos, demos yeah. for everybody. So, um, yeah, it's and, just interesting. And to it's be very clear, cool. like, well, to be clear, like there is very much a purpose for E3, like, you know, with yeah. networking and talking to people and developers and a lot also of publicity. business happens. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to kind of what the gamers want out of it, you know, they're there to like as far as like playing things. This is a really nice, uh, exciting alternative to that sort of like customer facing part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my news. And actually, actually, Evo 
just like uh, I don't know if you guys know what Evo is. It's it's like a I compete every game. year. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm so sorry, Tom. <laughs> of course you would. It's like a it's a fighting game tournament that happens every year in Las Vegas, and um, the same thing happened with them. Like they that like a day ago they announced that they're canceling their event and are doing are going to plan to do some kind of online thing instead. I've been um, I've been watching some online quarantine brackets. And uh, oh, yeah? I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get back into the Smash Bros because I've gained my ass whooped too much lately. And I'm like, all right, hold on, timeout. I used to be really good at this. And so I've been watching, like, let me see what the top players are doing right now. I'm like, okay. And I've been actually studying players. I'm like, okay. Oh, no. I'm getting to that level. <laughs> He's getting back into that. What have so I done during my stay at home, baby? <laughs> well, he got good. That's what. I've also been reading articles about like people are coming out saying that. You know, playing games with people online has really been such a helpful thing for them during quarantine. And it's 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 an interesting yeah. thing that we are apart, but as cliche as it is, we are able to be together. Like during this time, I'm talking to my neighbors more. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden we Isn't have that a, weird. We're we have more reason to talk and like we're like it's almost like a bartering system where we're like, hey, I've got some lemons. What do you got? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Corey's Corey plan is going into an action right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was I was going to mention uh, Julie, Caitlin, and I and myself have been playing a lot more video games. And you can catch some of that on our YouTube channel, of course. But oh, yeah. um, Way to plug. But that's been <laughs> but that's been really fun. And it kind of like, you know, like you said, it's it's a little bit of escapism, a little bit of like being able to hang out with friends and kind of forget what's happening in the world for like a couple hours while you're having a little bit of fun. So that yeah. it's been, it's been a huge, huge blast. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Nice little relief from everything. Is there Stay any more uh, news? Yes. Cool. Uh, I was going to talk about, um, I just recently saw that Nickelodeon um, is doing a, for the month of May, they're doing an Asian American and Pacific Islander heritage month, <gasps> for um, me. which is really cool. Um, <laughs> they're going to be talking about um, uh, all sorts of like, <laughs> Literally everything in that category, uh, Korea, Cambodia, Thailand, Tonga, like um, over 50 different countries are going to be talking about um, the culture and like what that is like. Um, And the most information I found about it was uh, it's on nicktogether.com. I mean, they only started talking about it last last Friday. Mm. Um, From the time you were recording. From the time of this recording, (laughs) it was like two days ago. but yeah, I, I think that's cool because when I was growing up, like I was very interested in anime and manga and all these different things, but I had no idea that there was like, you know, as much of it is <laughs> like <laughs> so many is. different cultures within Asian. Cause all I knew about, like, mm. I came from white bread central, like hardcore. I knew that they like, like, I say they. That there was like eating of raw fish and rice, and that is a and that people were very polite. And that is all that I knew. That was it. Um, so this is like really cool for me to see that like there's you can actually have cultural understanding behind appreciation for the the aspects of culture that you like, rather than just being like, I like the art. The, <laughs> I like the, the big anime eyes. The positive in me says like, man, that's really wonderful. Like a kids programming channel trying to uh, provide education but the cynical side of me is like they know that uh avatar last Airbender is coming out soon they know people <laughs> are going to be ready and they'll be no. like hey man oh oh does that look like uh the air 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 uh the air monks uh okay sorry you know <laughs> wow. i'm telling you 
I mean, uh-huh. hey, the, it's, the, if there's business to it, that just makes sense because they're, of course, they're trying to make money. But the the positive, happy, fluffy rainbows oh, yeah. sides of me is like, hell yeah, we're learning about culture. Of course, get cultured, swines. So, yay! <laughs> Corey, so, did you have some news? I did not. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Oh. All um, right. And so that brings us to our next part of the show, which uh, we get to answers. Uh, answer questions from you, the listeners, the people. Yes, um, the people. And as I mentioned before, if you are part of the Nerd on Nation, then you get uh, 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 put with the Nerd on Nudge and uh, head of the line. So, uh, Josh, do you want to read off questions because you normally do this, or do you want me to do that? You can if you want. You were taking it away. I'm like, hey, cool. He's doing the same. Take thing. it away from you, Josh. <laughs> I will just say, uh, uh, if I can speak, I you will say, say <laughs> um, if you would like to submit your questions, you can send them to questions at nerdon.tv. Uh, you can also reach out on any of our social media. You can also go to our Discord. There is a Discord, nerdon.io backslash Discord. And there's a channel in there that you can put in your questions. Drop a cue, baby. Yeah, drop a cue. <laughs> At us, baby. Drop a yeah. Um, and if you are a nerd on uh, member of the Nerd on Nation, there's a server in there that's just for you too. It's private, just for you. Okay. Anyway, Tom, take it away. So, uh, <laughs> thank you. That was that was actually just an impression of me. Since none of you could see us, you yeah. only hear us. That was an impression of me doing Josh, and I think uh, you'll all be very pleased with that. Yeah, it's uh, uncanny. <laughs> it is. Uh, so the first question we have is from Jeremy M. And Shut this up. question is, you are all in a new D&D party. What races, classes, looks, alignments, and stories do you give your characters? Follow-up question, which one of you is the DM, even though you're presumably answered the question too? Hmm. Okay, cool. Um, who would like to go first? Wizard. <laughs> what race? I don't care. Wizard. Uh, so that's your class. Wizard I'll be class. A, I'll be a, uh, uh, I don't know. Old white dude elf. with a beard. I'll be an elf. I'll be an elf wizard. No problems. Elf, wizard, alignment, yeah. good, evil. Always good, baby. Good. I don't do good. Like, especially like if you play like Knights of the Old Republic, I had to play that like six times as a good guy before I could convince myself to be a bad guy on it. And oh. I still never finished the bad guy campaign because I just, I don't do well. At, mm-hmm. at bad guy stuff uh, almost like Josh <laughs> but not quite as <laughs> quite as bad <laughs> um, and do you have any backstory that you want to give uh, whatever Gandalf is I'll do that <laughs> wow I smoke weed all here. day and I arrive when I want let's to let's be real let's be real here <laughs> y'all know it um, I'm like 100,000 years old but I only look like I'm 60 70 maybe yeah. 90 um yeah. Um, anyone else? Wow. Who's next? Um, I am usually my usual go-to is like a warrior type guy. Uh, I'm usually human. I don't know. I have no imagination. Uh, <laughs> clearly, yeah. Clearly, I have <laughs> wow. no imagination. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I like that brute strength. Like, like all just might, a, baby. Yeah, just a cannon and like a shield or something like that so it's usually like a warrior or like a our barbarian kind of type thing sometimes a crusader but it's more so like a like a like a knight kind of thing but it's more so usually it's like a, a warrior um, why haven't we done a conan the barbarian episode yet then <laughs> well, yeah, we should um well 
He likes to be them, not watch them. Yeah. Oh. Fair. Um, Enough talk. Backstory. No imagination. I used to be a sound engineer, and then I picked <laughs> up a blade. I found a hole in the ground, and I wanted to see what was in it. And I got transported uh-huh. into this An world. Isekai. Isekai. Isekai genre. Um, uh, and you're King a Arthur's g- court. All of a sudden, g- I'm a warrior. <laughs> and, and so you're a good guy? You're oh, always. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Come on. Good guy five. Uh, Caitlin? Uh, well, of course, the, the thing that's at the forefront of my mind is, uh, do, do you feel that? A plug incoming? Oh, my uh, God. I, well, I just started a D&D campaign <laughs> with my friend Nick uh, from Team Four Star, and he's doing a campaign called Roll With Me. Uh, catch it every Monday at 5 p.m. Uh, but I'm playing this, like, shadow sorcerer elf. Mm. Um, who is kind of, yeah, she, she, she's a, um, or a witch. She's like chaotic neutral. (laughs) Well, actually she's more like chaotic evil, but chaotic stupid also. Mm. Um, I like, I like playing, uh, any type of spellcaster. Um, cause it always comes in handy for me to have like, okay, I have my go-to toolkit of spells that I know I'm always going to use. And then I forget that I have some spells and I'm like, oh yeah. And then it's I can like, do fire. <laughs> I can do things and burn. Yeah. So that's, that's me. Okay. The pew pews. The pew pews. Uh, Ollie. Um, I was thinking I would probably be like a paladin. Um, like with just like massive heavy suit of armor. For the glory of the royalty. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would love to be some kind of like elven sort of situation, like a good elven. Um, and yeah. Half elf. Half elf. Yeah, there we go. I like that. Half elf. And uh, I don't know. I'm I'm a You're elfish. <laughs> elfish. Uh, Is that it, right? What, what uh, else was there? Uh, your alignment, are you a good guy? You mean backstory? Good guy. Backstory. Yeah. Um, your parents were killed by a bat. <laughs> I come from the planet of Mercury where I traveled here in a now solar a orb. There's like a stupid. Uh, Did you just say you messiah. traveled here in a solar orb as yeah, in like say, a ball of fire? Do you produce oxygen? Your own oxygen? <laughs> I was like, there's gonna be some That's stupid messiah spell. orb that gives power for no reason. I learned one. Just, I learned one fire like, spell. Your robes are stupid, and he's like, I'm not wearing a hockey pants. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's my answer. For me, I always typically like going for like the demony or monstrous looking dude. So mm-hmm. either like either like the lizard dude or like a tiefling. Um, the class I typically try to go with like um, usually warrior because I like like the uh, I don't know I like the Buster Sword build kind of characters. Um, but I actually recently did a a rogue um, that was like kind of built like Etrigan the demon from DC. And I really freaking liked it because he had magic too. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, oh but I realized cool. the, tr- the true answer is to build your character like a swamp thing because that guy's OP as fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. The backstory, um, I'd be I'd be neutral alignment because I want to be able to like have the character be able to do good and bad things. Um, and if I look just too good, then I'll never be able to like infiltrate the you know villain camp. Um, but backstory, um, I typically, I don't know, fucking... Dad's a demon king, mom's a priestess, some shit, and like, you know, they got married, it was a sacrilegious, you know, love, and 
now I walk the line between two worlds. Some some shit like that. That's, that's uh, when the game, your exposition plays and it's VO. That's what it is. It's just like, uh, some, might, shit like might, some shit like, anyway, can we get on with the story? That's Don't my exposition. Don't play the game. The story's told in the gameplay. Um, and which one of us is the DM? I would actually happily uh, uh, step in and do DM stuff. I feel like each of That'd us could, I would. could yeah. DM. Yeah, we could each do it. I was going to say I would like to DM as well. Um, so all I of actually, us are the DMs. I actually just Tom's DM would be for, the most chaotic. Uh, <gasps> I'm in the process of writing a campaign for my nephew who is, uh, you know, young, under 10. I won't begin the specifics. And his grandma, my my mother-in-law, and uh, my sister-in-law to play through for like his first time. I'm very Aww. excited. Aww. It'll be my oh, first time so DMing sweet. too. So I'm oh, that's fun. pretty stoked about it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, if I were to DM, I'd be very just like, I'm going to push certain characters all the time. I know. Just I... make you do, do the, the thing that you don't want to do. Uh, <laughs> because oh, for so Kyle, character walks into a dark world. Kyle R. <laughs> For That's growth. his whole thing. We used to uh, play this game called um, Mansions of Madness, and oh, no one yeah. liked him being the DM because he was unkind. He was <laughs> unkind. Yeah, I could, it's uh, always fun to yep. see a DM smile. Like uh, Tom and I were playing <laughs> oh. with uh, Manderson from the Capeless Crusaders recently, and we would do these decisions, and he would just crack a smile and be like, "You son of a bitch." What do you have planned for us? <laughs> I attack the gazebo. It's a gazebo. <laughs> but it's a gazebo. Break uh, everything. Next, next question, question is from Dana P. Shut up. Um, very simple uh, either or question. Uh, gushers or fruit roll-up? Mm. Gushers. Fruit roll-up. Uh, so Corey is fruit roll-up. Caitlin <laughs> is gushers. Ollie or Josh? I'm going to go gushers too. Okay. Man, this is very hard because they're in a like You're like, sometimes you want that gooey middle. But sometimes yeah. you want to like just go pull. for the gooey middle, baby. For me, you want to like for keep me, pulling. the only reason I don't do gushers is it leaves like that film on my teeth that oh, I yeah. find very disheartening. Uh, yeah, You're it, not gives, me, like, the soda with it. it gives me the heebie-jeebies, <laughs> and I got like brush my teeth immediately. I so crack leathers. open the second Mountain Dew, and you know <laughs> that helps it. I, I, I go. I love me some fruit leathers. I go fruit roll up um, because that was. Um, I know, you, you had you had like little etchet things you could peel off of them and have yeah, a little bit more fun. Yeah, the ones you could tattoo your tongue. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, but <laughs> gushers to me felt like the poor man's rubles, where it was like, this looks like money made out of candy, mm-hmm. and I don't like. Yeah, it. <laughs> I was it's also great. I also grew up in an era where gushers were huge at the same time as warheads, oh. and I was always a warhead kid. So yeah. gushers have always fallen to the sideline for me. Unfortunately, did you ever put a warhead I am, like, under your tongue? Salivating right now. What's that? <laughs> did you ever put a warhead under your tongue? Yeah. No, I'm not a madman. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I don't no. fear death, but I don't embrace it yeah, either. Why not? <laughs> yeah. um, for, for science. Although the superior product <laughs> is like Persian fruit roll-ups, which is like what? actually homemade. Wow. Oh, yeah, dude, like all natural like fruit, fruit leathers are yeah. the shit. Like you can get them at Sprouts fruit here. Jerky. Oh my God. Like yes. get it with like the most tart fruit you can find and okay. it's like heaven. J- Josh, what was your answer? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say he can't. He doesn't know. I can't decide what. Oh, oh. Josh just goes warheads. What if? Yeah, warheads. <laughs> what if? No, oh, no. Swedish fish. Don't you no. can't roll up. Oh, oh, I love Swedish, Swedish fish. fish. No, yeah. what if you could take a gusher no. or a pack of gushers and roll it with the fruit roll up? Oh, I knew like, you were going to say it. Of, it's a suicide gun. It's one or the other, Josh. <laughs> He made a bag for his creatures out of candy. I chaos. <laughs> I will say that I've seen that done by a kid named Christian. I won't go into last names. 
and I respected him for it, but he also used to put mayonnaise in his milk cartons, so oh. I don't know. I don't know which. You can't, like, do you want to be mayonnaise in your milk it's, carton, Josh? It's, it's, it's you got to pick one. It's, it's bulletproof yeah. milk. That's what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Butter, butter no. and coffee. No. It wasn't even like same. fresh mayonnaise. It was the packets that would Hell sit out. You see Tom with a, there, There's a bulletproof coffee place. You see Tom outside with a cart. <laughs> bulletproof milk. <laughs> bulletproof milk. What you talking about? I'm already on the next game. And then it's like bulletproof, ke- bulletproof there's a fantastic, juice with ketchup in it. If you guys, just on that topic, if you guys ever watch Portlandia, there's a fantastic episode where they drink unpasteurized milk. Oh! And it gives them like superpowers. <laughs> but it's super what? illegal. So they have to like hide. It's really great. It's a great sketch. Oh my God. And then I make like bulletproof apple juice with mustard in it. So what is it, Josh? <laughs> Which one, uh, Josh? Going. Chaos fruit roll up. Fruit there roll up. Okay. Um, so for the last <laughs> question, yeah. um, I chose one, but I realized it actually kind of goes back to Jeremy M. So I'm going to switch it to another one by David Barry. And this is actually an easier question, technically. Okay. Um, David Barry Sorry, from Jeremy. our uh, uh, Capes Crusaders. Um, Dr. Could, Barry. Yes. Um, the Bears. Um, if you could eat at one fast food restaurant the rest of your life, what would it be? Mind you, you cannot eat anywhere else, meaning you can't even cook at home in this mystical university of no uh, health complications uh, from this. Oh, okay. Burger. I assume it means anything on the menu. Yeah. Yeah. Still in and out burger. Okay. <laughs> you have 100%. like one option. <laughs> yeah. I don't I think you're underestimating how much I love burgers. Also, I you don't have one option. Do you know how many different secret menu items they have? It's insane. <laughs> like, you're set. Like for your burger? Yes. And your fries <laughs> and your drinks and your milkshakes. Like it's unstoppable. Look it up sometime. There's like 30 or 40 different things. I had somebody oh my gosh. A, a friend of mine yeah. got one of their hidden 20 by 20s or something yeah, like that. Yeah, baby. Oh. Yeah. You got animal fries, you got Neapolitan milkshakes, you, you can got even protein make meat style, salad you got, if you want to do protein yeah. style. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm telling you, you're set. In and out all day, all day, all day. Okay. Uh, only one, so it's only one fast food place, though, right? The rest of your life, right. with, and you cannot eat anywhere else. I mean, fast food spots got sit down spots. Yeah, it's not just only drive-throughs. Uh, and there's no health complications. In and out no, all day. No. Uh, Ollie, Ollie's got an answer. El Pollo Loco. El Pollo Loco. Mm, okay. Ooh. Okay. All right. Pretty good. Got some variety. Good. Got some burritos. Got some salads. Some tacos. Okay. Even though there's no health complications, there's like. I assume heartburn still might exist. So no, no health complications. It's a health complication, okay. my friend. None of it happens, baby. Uh, it's a perfect world. Okay. He just lost his mind. He just he was like, <laughs> then, I, can I reject? Can I reject my answer? <laughs> then a uh, a Haagen Dazs. Wow! Just ice cream all day, <laughs> every go, day. Yep. Don't they all have the flavors? And which one has burgers? <laughs> Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen, okay. Or, yeah, Foster's Freeze, sorry. Foster's Too bad, Freeze. Ollie. You already picked one. You're done. Oh, Foster Freeze has burgers, Freeze. fries, hot dogs. Caitlin? Oh, the little town I grew up in had Col- a Foster's Freeze. Culver's. Oh, Culver's. Man. I'm Culver's. not familiar with Culver's. What is Culver's? Culver's is basically like a Dairy Queen, but mildly fancier. They have like fried cheese curds and butter burgers. Oh, it's a Midwest thing. Like, oh, Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon it's as you said cheese burger. curds, I was like, oh, it's not... It's not a West it's Coast Midwest. thing. It's Midwest, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Sounds it like came from Wisconsin. Uh, Sounds about but right. Either way, there's there was one in uh, near near ish where I grew up. So yeah, that would be my choice. The butter burgers. They had like fish sandwiches. They had a million different ice creams. And they're all like, ugh, it's good. It's have yeah, you guys I'd seen that, that college humor sketch where each person from a different part of the U.S. talks about 
how their burger joint is better than the other person. <laughs> no. And they go, yeah, this is pretty now. good, but it's no this. And they're like, is it good? Is it good? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and they all travel to different states and try them all. Oh, I think it's we great. need to do that. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Josh? Um, it's hard because I really like Taco Bell. But sometimes I really want like a burger. So like Carl's Jr. CJ's. Um, uh, so if I had to pick... Well, because well, could you Jack in the Box? They have tacos. Those aren't tacos. <laughs> Those are like, They're like the broken dreams of tacos. They literally will put. You got to put air quotes around that. Those tacos. 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 Um, <laughs> tacos. I mean, if I had to pick, pick, I, I think maybe you are picking, picking. So I'm transferred to my island. I'll do Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I mean, Taco Bell has yeah. always been there for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, for me, um, when back in the day when I was rolling in the dough, if you invited me to an event, you couldn't see me without some fried chicken. Fried chicken. Mm. So the one uh, all obvious answer is Popeyes, Popeyes baby. Yeah. Oh. Popeyes chicken, Popeyes chicken oh, is right. fucking awesome. Oh my it's god! So like, and to me, like, I, I'll say this in terms of the pantheon of fried chickens, I love them all. Like, but Popeyes is the one that's like. If I really wanted to like take myself out to like, let's go to a you know a, a nice nicer dinner. one. Let's go Popeyes. <laughs> KFC is kind of like the one where it's like I'm in a manic craziness. I'm like, duh, duh. and then churches is kind of like. There's so few of them. I think in LA yeah. where it's like, oh my god, if it's there, we have to go. Like it's it's so rare for me, but I would love to go to that one. But Popeyes, Tom. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't. I don't think I've ever had Popeyes. Oh, no, should. It's good. Fuck you, Josh. So you absolutely hate the franchise. <laughs> the you don't like the Robin yes. Williams movie. I went to you your house and I removed <laughs> Popeyes person. from your life. <laughs> you destroyed my feety. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Cool, man. That's it, baby. So, oh, wow. um, thank you, everyone. I actually don't remember how to sing us out. So, Josh, please sing okay. us out. <laughs> Everybody at home, thank you so much for joining us for this one-year anniversary of the Nerd On Update. <laughs> Episode number yeah. 52. It has been a fun ride. Uh, two episodes a week, baby, for a year. It's oh, great, wow. great. It's great. Yeah. Some, some weeks we did more because we were crazy. Um, but uh, yes, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for submitting your questions. And remember, you can uh, send us an email, questions at nerdon.tv. Internet um, email address. Internet email address. Mm-hmm. Uh, reach out to uh, just uh, moonwalk into any of our uh, DMs. Yeah, you can submit it's your questions. <laughs> paraglide. Oh, no. It's a paraglide. Um, you got to figure out different ways of doing that. Just slip and slide. Like, no, like the the wet one. Like, you know, you remember those slip and slide things? And you just like, mm-hmm. not like the sexy Literally way. Literally do that, please. Tom thinks. Put your phone at the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and slip and slide. Um, but yeah, there are it's multiple ways to send us questions. Do it. Be part of the cool kids. Or not. It's Yell fine. it from a mountaintop. Yeah. We do smoke we signals. Might hear it. We do that. Who so, knows? Um, anyway, thank you so much. Uh, we love you. You know the drill. As always, Nerd on! on.